Hello and welcome to Friday Lines, brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life well and truly sorted there. Uh, MG, welcome. We'll get to you very shortly, but uh, how's the week been, mate? Yeah, pretty quiet, OB. It's been good to have uh, back in routine in the office and uh, getting a lot of jobs done. So looking forward to a big weekend sport. Beautiful. But the man of the moment, the, all the action is up north. Uh, we welcome Top Rope. You've finally got your man. Trent Barrett is gone. Uh, must be a good week for you, mate. We've got him. <laughs> We've got him. It took a while, but we got him. Yeah, uh, Trent Barrett out of the bullets. Uh uh, quote unquote uh, quit uh, in the least convincing uh, quit not fired uh, despite I've seen it a long time but uh, yeah Trent Barrett is gone from the Bulldogs uh, to the surprise of absolutely no one it was eight months of complete and utter failure and misery uh, the club is probably at best in the same position as when he arrived and at worst in a significantly worse position Uh he will go down as the Bulldogs coach with the worst record since uh, the club's inaugural season, where they lost consecutive games 87-7 and 91-6, the two largest losses in the history of rugby league. So, uh, well done, Trent Barrett. Great record. Uh, <laughs> you know, having taken Tom Trevojevic, Jake Trevojevic, Dave Chir Evans to second last, uh, it probably shouldn't come as any surprise. And the Bulldogs uh, directors and administration have hired him. Uh, are an absolute disgrace and should have a good, long, hard look at themselves after uh, uh, after that. Uh, I thought rugby league was summed up in one sentence when Paul Vaughan, of all people, was calling the journalists out the front of Belmore uh, absolute <laughs> grubs of humans. Uh, I thought that sort of summed up the NRL perfectly on a Monday morning. I can't think of a bigger compliment than being called a grub, uh, OB, so thanks very much. It's, um, yeah. Look, as a rugby league uh, lover and journalist, I took it as nothing but a compliment from Paul Vaughan. I'm sure that's exactly how he intended it. Oh, of all people, Paul Vaughan to call someone a grub. I just, I, <laughs> I was staggered by that. <laughs> it's a different kind of hypocrisy in rugby league. It's uh, there's a complete lack of awareness around it. Don't worry about that. But uh, uh, yeah, Paul Vaughan, the guy who. Uh, has fallen from international prop and kind of well-liked and well-respected player to uh, what can only be described as a grub after what he did in St. George Illawarra to now fighting for his career at the Bulldogs. Uh, that's his main priority. So, uh, yeah, Paul Vaughan maybe just should work on um, trying to bend the line every now and then rather than uh, worrying about what the media are doing. That's right. And so we get back to some on-field action and it looks like the Broncos are back. I know they... Uh, look, I say they didn't play much, but uh, Anthony Milford looked well short of a run. But the uh, the Broncos are back. Kevin Walters has sort of got them humming. Uh, Ren Diggity up there has sort of turned them around. They uh, they're, they're looking pretty good at the moment. Well short of a run. I thought Owen Craigie was back playing for Newcastle <laughs> for back, not Anthony Milford. It was it was uh, uh, you've got to have to get um, you know, Robbie Lang into him getting nearly first three thousand made the first up runs because it was. Uh, well short of a gallop, for sure. Uh, look, uh, Brisbane's best player last night was no doubt uh, bunker official, Grant Atkins. He uh, absolutely handed the Broncos that game on a part of the Broncos. Uh, look, certainly been playing some, some, some good rugby league, but, uh, yeah, they were, were gifted that game by Atkins with two astonishing, uh, not put too fine a point on it, utterly astonishing decisions last night, you know, to 
to, to, to have found a knock-on on the Dane Gagai try when no one was claiming it. There, there was not a single you know, Bronco with their hand up. It wasn't, you know, this was, no one saw that uh, that way. And then, yeah, the, yeah, I had a CEO of an NRL club text me last night calling it, calling the, the, the decision. Um, well, let me just pull up the, uh, put the text. In. It was, um, uh, quote unquote off the charts how he, how he didn't award an obstruction on that, uh, that play. So, um, Scores 14 12 then Broncos. The Knights said they got the penalty as they should have, could have taken a kick goal, could have been 14 all. Tries conceded and then absolute blatant. And Gav scores 36 12. Knights had their chances, but um, yeah, the Broncos were, were, were absolutely gifted the two points last night. And look, they were better without a Reynolds back, no doubt about that. Um, they've got young someone, Cobbo, who is look looks like an absolute superstar in the making out of the wing. How he kind of fended off Ponga last night and scored some of those tries, uh, astonishing work. But uh, yeah, the story out of last night was no doubt the bunker, and, and yeah, questions are, are seriously being asked as to yeah, is this are the bunker doing what they're supposed to be doing? Yeah, which is kind of taking away the agreed decision, or are they overplaying the hand? And I think there's going to be a, a, a pretty compelling argument to overhaul the whole system by the end of the year. And uh, if anyone follows you on Twitter, I think. Uh, uh, Albanese is coming out today and uh, sort of overhauling the bunker in um, in response of uh, your calling for an election vote for anyone who can overhaul the bunker. So I think Albo's got your vote after he comes out with an election promise today. <laughs> well, I'm always thrilled uh, and always happy to support a true rugby league man, and Albo is uh, certainly that. Scott Morrison loves to portray himself as that. Not 100% sure, though. I did appreciate his tackle on that year old during the week, but... Uh, um, it's uh, uh, Albo's a, a true rugby league man. Hopefully, he gets a bit of that authoritarian buzz about him and uh, and starts just uh, haphazardly jailing uh, <laughs> jailing people that work in the bunker. And MG, uh, another big week in the AFL. Obviously, the women's CBA got announced yesterday. Just a casual ninety four percent increase for the women in their uh, AFL season seven coming up uh, starting on August twenty six. So that's uh, that's great for the game. Great for them, but. Uh, Everything else is pretty quiet this week. All, all, all things must be going well at AFL. That pay rise sounds familiar. You were telling me you got a decent pay rise at the start of the year. Was it in that, was it in that region as well for you, AV, was it? God, I think it's minus 9.4%, I think, for me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. They have to lower yours. It's too large. Um, yeah, well, the AFL this week, we, we probably didn't have as many dramas as the NRL, which is good because the game's had some problems of late. But uh, some positive, positive notes I did want to mention to you because we harp on the umpires a bit, OB, and I did see on the AFL site during the week that they had the uh, the umpires, the, the video there. I uh, really, really liked it that they show um, – it was called Live and Die by the Whistle. And just uh, a quick recap, more of education for the fans. I think you said it was uh, pretty well received. Uh, they're, the, they're the kind of things that I – know, I know you said you want the umpires out of the spotlight a bit, but I think it was more educational for the fans of how they go about it. Um, and I actually enjoyed it. So, um, you know, kudos for the AFL to getting around and doing that and uh, – you know, I'm, I'm still calling for the umpires to have press conferences uh, sooner rather than later. But anyway, one step at a time for the AFL. And uh, it will be interesting to see how the Bombers respond this week. Big week. I think Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody has uh, retired effective immediately. So they've got a few issues going on off-field there. But Dylan Shield has to respond this week. Heppel's come out and uh, on the couch claiming he didn't see the vision uh, before he went on there. So anyway, a few sort of internal little rumblings there at Essendon this week. Yeah, unfortunately, Tipper has. He's, uh, you know, he's... Jump ship for more personal reasons, I think, than the than the club uh, in crisis mode there. But uh, 
Yeah, I think uh, his two takes on the Heppel, uh, Heppel one, you know, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, showed leadership and everything, uh, rocking up on the Monday night, and he was pretty strong. I think he was more emotional than strong myself. Um, I think he went off, uh, yeah, I'm not sure you'd call it leadership. I think Essendon fans are searching out for for some leadership in the sea, and I'm not sure whether it was uh, whether it was maybe the right thing to do or not. I'd rather see, um, instead of words, actions on the field, OB, so... Um, more old school footballer, and I think uh, you know, for him to say, uh, look, I think Gary Lyon in the eyes and say that he didn't see the video is crock of shit for mine. Um, if he didn't see it, that as captain, I think that's a really poor look, and that's exactly where the club is. That uh, they should have responded onwards, and uh, even though I'm pretty keen on Richmond this week, um, you know, they have to respond and they have to do it in a physical manner. Whether they've got the cattle within there to do that is yet to be seen, but uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, big week for him, and Rutten's under the pump. So now let's get into it. It's time for Friday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. The first match for the AFL analysis for this week is an absolute cracker. Carlton and the Swans tonight at Marvel. Carlton $2.04, the Swans $1.80, the line $2.5, over under $173.5. Top four spot on the line. There's enthralling matchups right across the board here, MG. Yeah, uh, match of the week, clearly. I think uh, one of the uh, only close, well, it is the only close game we've got this week. Um, fourth v. Fifth, as you said, top four spot on the line. Uh, statistics lie with Sydney in this one. Even though they're away from home, they're 11 and three head to head, and they've covered nine of those 14 games. So definitely Sydney have the recent record over Carlton. It is at uh, Marvel tonight, but the betting's been all for the Swans here. OB Carlton opened up at three point favourite, and you've seen a switch to the favourite as you just said to the Swans. So um, good support. Uh, Carlton obviously lose Williams from last week on top of Harry Mackay, so their depth is starting to get uh, tested, which leaves your man Charlie Kerno one out this week. So at least Sydney will have a single focus on the defence. Might make it a bit harder for Carlton to go. I don't think there's too much in the betting of uh, of the game. I think it'll be a close game, actually. Um, just shading the over totals, I think. Uh, five of the last seven between those two teams has got high-scoring records. So uh, even, even a total of 172 up to 173, I think that's, that's the way I'll be going at the moment, shading the overs tonight. As we go to the NRL, the second game tonight is the 7.55 clash between Parramatta and Manly. Parramatta $1.45, Manly $2.85, the line minus 6.5, the over-under 40.5. It's 6th v 9th. Some superstars out there on the field. Parramatta going well. Manly have probably got the cattle that they should be doing better than ninth. Uh, top rope, how do you see this one playing out? The interesting game between two two rivals. Probably a lean towards Parra here. Uh, not sure. Tom Tomkowicz Tom, Tom, is playing, but he, he's looking absolutely busted right now. I'll be honest, I'm surprised that they're rolling now at the moment. Um, they got back 38 nil by the Broncos over Magic Round. A big bounce back spot, but they've covered just five of seven in a way from Brookie, three of 12 off a loss of 20 plus. Uh, Parra, they've covered 11 of 17 when heavily favoured by six and a half or more. They played pretty well against the Roosters, at least with the ball in hand. Um, lean towards them. If I'm going to have a bet, I'm probably jumping into the over, over 39 and a half here. Uh, six of the last eight between the top 40. Uh, the Manly are a big, big overs team off a bad defence effort on the road, and the over is seven on one when the Eagles are off a loss. So uh, lean towards the over if having a bet this game. 
Looks a, a good game on paper anyway. As we look at the next game, which is the Saturday afternoon showdown uh, down the highway in Geelong. It's the Cats $1.40 against Port Adelaide $2.80. The line minus 14.5 over under 159.5. Huge ramifications for the loser of this game, in my opinion. Uh, Port Adelaide look like they're getting a little bit of their mojo back. Last week, Geelong looked a little bit slow against the Saints. Um, some good ins actually for the uh, for the Cats. Rowan and Buse are back while Jonas comes back in for the power. Uh, MG, this looks an enthralling uh, tussle down there, down the highway. Yeah, I think uh, you know the punters are seeing it as more of a closer contest than they probably started at the start of the week. Geelong opened 20 and a half down to 14 and a half. So uh, for an away team at a tough uh, venue normally for the travelling side, uh, the punters are right behind Port here. Won their last four straight after an 0-5 start, uh, whereas Geelong's sequence this year, I think the last six games have gone win-loss, win-loss, so very hard to catch the Cats. And uh, Port look like, as you said, they've got the mojo back. Uh, Jonas is a big in for them. They do lose Dersma. Uh, Geelong have got, hold the record. 10 out of the last 14, they've won, but Port have covered eight of the last 14 on the spread. So that generally means it's, it's a close contest in the game. So that's the way the punters have seen it so far back in the plus uh, good spot on the under here, 11 of the last 14 games and 9 of the last 10 have gone under. So these two teams basically like to lock it down. Geelong's a venue that is easily done with the, with the uh, skinny grounds and stuff. So even though the total hasn't moved around the 159, uh, the way I'd be betting at the moment, I think the value's totally gone on port. If you like Geelong, you can probably sit and wait until post-time. But um, I don't think there'll be too many points in this game. 159.5 looks an unders game to me. Beautiful. As we look at uh, the next game for NRL analysis is the North Queensland Cowboys, $2.60, up against the Melbourne Storm, $1.52. The line, 5.5, over under 39.5. This is probably the the longest the uh, the Storm have been for a long time, top rope. Yeah, massive Super Saturday here. The top four teams playing each other uh, in the 5.30 and 7.30 games. Uh, yeah, Melbourne, no Pappenhausen, obviously. Uh, they were humiliated last week by... by a rampaging penalty team. The kind of big news out of that was Jerome Hughes was out. Uh, he's been named this week for the kind of surprise of most, whether he plays or not, to be determined, I guess. We'll, we'll see. Um, he's named, you know, Storm aren't really renowned for, for kind of playing games like this. So happy to take this at face value and assume he's playing. And if he's playing, I think there's plenty of value on the Storm here. Uh, they're just tremendous away from home, particularly a big favourite. And there is... Probably no better rebound team in, in Australian sport than the Melbourne Storm. They've covered four straight for double-digit loss, covered 11 of 16 off a, uh, off a loss full stop, 15 of 23 off conceding added or more points. Yeah, I, I know the Cowboys have kind of been underrated by the market all year, covered eight of 10 games, but I'm happy to be with Melbourne in this one. And Bellamy re-signing as well during the week, which doesn't uh, doesn't abode too well for the uh, for the Dolphins' pursuit of, uh, of Munster, I dare say. Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. It was only for a year, but so uh, um, yeah, probably a real, a real uh, kind of tick for the ownership there. Matt Tripp and the team there who kind of let Bellamy kind of work his own time frame into this, and yeah, you know, that forced a kind of decision you know, a couple of months ago. I dare say Bellamy may have kind of pulled the pin, so uh, got a good result out of it. Yeah, yeah I've no doubt Munster will, will, will want to stick around with him this year. With Munster, is what's Bellamy doing long term? Uh, so we will we will see how that goes, but uh, uh, yeah, I think the, the the Dolphins are up against it at the moment. As we look, jump back into the AFL for the next game, the Dockers against the Magpies. 
Sunday afternoon. Uh, the Dockers $1.27, Collingwood $3.90, the line minus 24.5, over under 144.5. Some big ins for both teams here, MG. Uh, Fremantle looking to bounce back after their loss last week um, against Gold Coast. Collingwood may have found their level or where they're sort of at at the moment. Um, yeah, should be, uh, look, I think Fremantle will be too strong, but which way are you leaning? Yeah, I've, well, Fremantle got to show something after last week. They were disgraceful against uh, Gold Coast. Very Probably unlike Fremantle, definitely for this year. They'd won six in a row going into last last week's game and uh, just got obliterated by Gold Coast. So they'll go back home. They get an easy, it should be an easy kill. Um, the, thing I, the thing that you've got to watch out for in this game is the weather report is over in Perth is uh, for heavy, heavy rain. I know we're, it's a late Sunday game, so it's probably something you're going to have to monitor. The The total opened a little too high at 153.5 down to 144, so it's moved a good nine points down. I'm surprised the line hasn't moved with it. Um, Fremantle have been pretty solid, 25 only to 24. So just the way the game shapes out, Fremantle love playing ugly. If it's wet on top, they'll try and just shut down and make it a, a real scrappy affair. So I think there's still a push for the unders here. Um, if the weather forecast holds i'd expect this to end in the 130s maybe and i think the line has to get down to at least around the 20 there ob so i think uh Fremantle should respond and win uh just with the weather i'd be backing the under more than the plus but i think they need to go hand in hand um you're right there's a lot of changes collingwood seven changes is, is a lot um whereas Fremantle get some key keys back especially in the forward half with walters um uh tabernar uh, tabernar yeah so um, I expect Fremantle to bounce back. Probably not as keen on the line. I just think with the weather, it has to come back down. But uh, I'd continue pushing for the unders here. As we move to Dubbo on a Sunday afternoon, it's the Rabbitohs at $1.52 against the Raiders, $2.60. The line minus 5.5, over under 42.5. Uh, the Rabbitohs last week, top rope, sort of a game in two halves, really. I thought a smashing was on the cards, and then all of a sudden, I thought the Warriors might have upset them. And uh, the Raiders look like they're getting back into some sort of form. Uh, which way are you leaning here? Yeah, look, was was real keen on Canberra when the, the the numbers came out and Jack Whiten's back for the Raiders. They were very impressive last week, uh, smashing Cronulla, a reform side that are kind of in thinking with that team. They're probably finally starting to get it right here. The Raiders are very good as a big road underdog, but uh, Flu is apparently sweeping through the team. Eight players in doubt for that one, so this is going to have to be a wait and see. Oh, I think South are severely overrated with. With Cam Murray uh, and the Trill Mitchell out, I know Cody Walker had a good first half last week, but uh, they're very poor defensively. You can't concede thirty points to the Warriors. The Warriors' attack is horrific. So, um, look, definitely siding with the Raiders at the moment, but we're going to have to wait for final teams to come out to find out who's actually playing. As we go and have a look at the rest of the AFL games for the week, the Bulldogs and the Suns in Ballarat. The Bulldogs at dollar forty-two. Gold Coast 295, the line minus 16.5, over under 152.5. I'm all in on the Gold Coast here, MG. Yeah, a little push for your team as well. Um, 18 to 16 is the betting. Looks like uh, being a good weather game at Ballarat. The wind's obviously the key in the exposed ground. But, uh, yeah, the weather looks good. They say in light winds forecast at this stage, this total is too low. Um, they opened at uh, 150, 150, 151.5. This will definitely head more to 160. I see... Uh, there's some out 154, 155. Expect 160 like the overs. Uh, North Melbourne and Melbourne is the next game. North Melbourne, $16 uh, 
Uh, Melbourne, a dollar oh two. The Lions, sixty four point five over under one sixty six point five. Yeah, nine and OV one and eight. This is a total mismatch, but uh, they opened the line around sixty nine seventy. It's down to sixty four. So there is money for the Kangaroos at the last one. Not coming into these lines. OV uh, leave it outside off stump. Move on to uh, next game. The next one we'll look at is one of the great fixtures on the AFL calendar. Richmond, $1.26 against Essendon, $4 in the dream time at the G game. The line, minus 26.5, over under 175.5. This is the showcase of Sir Doug Nichols around. Richmond dominate head-to-head. They've won the last 11 straight against Essendon. Uh, all the money's for Richmond, 19.5 to 26.5. Tipped them early in the week and uh, just think it's one-way traffic. Essendon won't respond. Richmond will win easily. Adelaide and St Kilda is the second game on Saturday night. The Crows three ten, the Saints a dollar thirty nine, the Lions seventeen and a half, over under one sixty two point five. The Saints were fantastic last week against the Cats. Real danger game this one. Adelaide are a far better side at home. St Kilda don't play the Adelaide Oval as well. Yep. Uh, I've got a real danger game this one for the Saints. Yeah, good points made. Uh, Adelaide have actually won eleven of their last twelve against St Kilda, so this is a good spot for Adelaide at home as well. Not too much money in the, uh, t- too much movement in the market, but uh, yeah, I think if you're betting, the value is probably with Adelaide at the plus seventy nine. As we look at the early game on Sunday, is the Giants a dollar thirteen against the Eagles six twenty five. The line minus thirty eight and a half over under one fifty one point five. GWS were awful last week. The Eagles are decimated with injury and illness. Uh, if I was a betting man, I'd be staying well away from this one. Couldn't bet this game with Top Ropes Bank. Uh, yeah, couldn't take the minus 38.5. Couldn't come into the Eagles at plus 38.5. Weather forecast, the totals at a Can't be betting this game. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah. As we look at Hawthorne and the Brisbane Lions down there at uh, Utah's Stadium, this is the 3.20 game on Sunday. The Hawks are $3.20. Brisbane Lions $1.36. The line 19.5 over under 170.5. Not many people give the Hawks a hope. They're better down there in uh, in Tassie, but uh, Brisbane Lions look the real deal. Yeah, he's been uh, your your punters are out and about in the Hawks this uh, this game. The money has been for Hawthorne. Uh, obviously, down at Tasmania, completely different team. Tough road trip for Brisbane. Um, I, I, I still think I, I'm a fan of Brisbane. Obviously, I think they're the second best team in the comp. Danger game for Brisbane for sure going down there, but just not sure Hawthorne have got the cattle. Agreed with you there. As we go back to the NRL. And we whip through their games for the final stages of today's show. This one looks a beauty. Uh, top row: West Tigers at dollar fifty nine, Canterbury two forty. The line minus four, four even, and the over under thirty six point five. Doesn't look much on paper. I know the Bulldogs have got a little bit of uh, illness running through them, but uh, I think there'll be a few uh, eager eyes having a look at this game. Uh, last place Canterbury uh, lost to second last place Newcastle last week and now get a chance to atone, but going outside against second last place West Tigers. So uh, can't complain about the draw the last couple of weeks, Bulldogs fans. But so uh, uh, yeah, look, the the money the Tigers have been absolutely smashing betting. It's one and a half to four. Uh, I expect it'll, it'll continue to go one way. Josh Hader car's been ruled out. There's a good chance Matt Burt and Luke Thompson don't play. Arguably Canterbury's three best players. Uh, yeah. The Tigers shouldn't be favourites too often, but look, they've been trying pretty hard. They, they, they tried really hard, kind of under the battle of losing two spine plays last week against the Cowboys. So, uh, if they're in any way switched on, they will have a field day against the Bulldogs. This, uh, yeah, big part of their old Tigers coach. I, you know, we're going a bit, but uh, um, yeah, I, I can see the Tigers win this one pretty easily. 
in uh, in Madge we trust. Uh, as we look at the St George Illawarra Dragons, $1.57 against the New Zealand Warriors, $2.45. The line minus 3.5 over under 40.5 for the early game on Saturday. In all team who you wouldn't be backing as a favourite too often, but the Dragons have covered uh, four straight at Cogra. They do their best in the daytime at Cogra. Uh, I think the Warriors were very much flooded last week. I'll be taking the minus here, and I think they can really get away with it. 13 plus is probably better than the Dragons too. And the Saturday night game looks an absolute beauty. The Roosters $3.80, Penrith $1.28. Superstars on every line for both teams. The line is 9.5, over under 38.5. Um, this looks a beauty on, uh, on paper, top rope. Highly disrespectful line here to uh, the Roosters, getting nine and a half at home against Penrith. You, you spot on OB. This is a cracking game. The Roosters are probably the third best team in the comp. Uh, they go well at the SCG. The Panthers are, yeah, a lesser side away from Penrith Stadium. I think a plus nine and a half is a very good bet here. And the final game for the round is the Titans, Surlaws 80 against the Cronulla Sharks, $1.45. The line, 6.5, over under 41.5. You'd be hoping the Sharks would bounce back after their poor performance last week. Yeah, it should bounce back. Nico Hines back into the halves, which is the right thing, but no, no idea where they're playing Wade Graham. He looks watched up. Uh, I have a great record against the Titans. Uh, problem is, yeah, road favourites this year. Big road favourites have got a horrific record, particularly when they're not called the Melbourne Storm. So uh, I've got to lean towards the Titans. Yeah, I think there are some points in it. I'll be leaning towards the over two, but not a strong play game. Thank you, Top Rope. Another great week for NRL action. Uh, just a reminder, you can get uh, the greatest game of all, GGOA, for $22 a week in the Little Birdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action. Thank you for joining us again. Have a great weekend. Uh, MG, uh, a reminder, the AFL Stings can also be found in the Little Birdie.live shop uh, for $22 a week. So, uh, MG and Top Rope, thank you. Uh, have a great weekend of uh, punting. Just a reminder, you can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at totsport.com.au. We'll be back next Friday. Don't forget to join Scoot or Nikki. Who's who's back? Is Nikki back from Italy? Uh, Scooty. Scooty again. Nikki's still over there in Italy. Thank God our ears are all sort of rested this week. Uh, so first look is back on Monday. Uh, We'll be back next week uh, with the Friday line. So punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend.